This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. So say that if you are righteous and unfaithful mammon, oh, we give you true riches. So there is something called true riches. It is true riches because it is true. <laughs> Hallelujah. Time does not affect it. Situations don't affect it. Because it is called true riches. I want to read a passage of the Bible this morning. Genesis 26. Hallelujah. You know, we've been talking about the fact that your life will be a supernatural life. Because that's what you are called to. Now, the Bible says, Genesis 26, verse 1, And there was famine in the land. <laughs> there is famine right now, plus traffic. <laughs> and there was famine in the land. Beside the first famine that was in the days of Abraham. That shows that famine is not new. Now, this is Isaac. And there was famine in the time of Abraham. And Isaac went to Abimelech, king of Philistine, unto Gerah. Next verse. And the Lord appeared to him and said, Go not down to Egypt. Dwell in the land which I shall tell thee of. Sojourn in this land, and I will be with thee and bless thee. For unto thee and to thy seed I will give all these countries, and I will perform the oath which I swear to your father. Verse 12. Isaac sowed in that land and reaped the same year a hundredfold, and the Lord blessed him. Next verse. And the man was great. Put your name. The man, Tokwe, the man, Wale, the woman. <laughs> Put your name. The woman came in, was great, and went forward and grew until he became very great. If you have another translation, before we sit down, can you give us uh, another translation? King James is always a little... And the man Isaac, that's why I said you should put your name, so that they will know that it is you we are talking about. Put your name one more time. <laughs> and the man Isaac became great and gained more and more until he became very wealthy and extremely distinguished. <laughs> God bless you, you can have your seats. Wow. The man Isaac, the man Tokwe, the man Wale, the man Paul, the man Jukes. <laughs> That's how to respond to God's word. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. The Bible said there was famine in the land. There is this supernatural supply. And again, I just want to take it a step further. Only to say, supposed to be a brief message today, just to say, when it comes to this dimension, it's a matter of about three things. Or they are connected. 
covenant that is rooted in encounter. There has to be a divine encounter. When God appeared to Abraham, the next thing the Bible says, Abraham was rich in cattle, in silver, and in gold. Then Jacob was laboring. And this is, I am bringing some people by the Spirit out of a life of hardship by our communication this morning. Yeah. Jacob was in the house of Laban and he was toiling. His salary was changed 10 times. And he said, one night an angel of the Lord appeared to me and said, Jacob, lift up your eyes and see. And Jacob looked and he saw, I've explained before what happened in that place. You see, like I said in a particular service, the result you have in life is according to the light by which you function. And light is not just one light. You move from one dimension of light to another by the revelation of the Holy Spirit. When you approach God, He gives you light. That's why He's called the Father of Light. And the more you walk very closely with Him, the more enlightened you become. Then you begin to understand that certain things, they happen as a result of the supernatural power of God. So, when Abraham had an encounter with God, for some unknown reasons, the silver and the gold and the men's servant and the women's servant, they began to multiply. Listen. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Zuke Malishta. What technology did no one know? What did they use? That animals were responding to his call. A man constructed a cage like an ark, an ark, and then he went to lion and he said, This way. And they followed. And then to tiger, this way. And then whales. Many of you are not aware that aquatic animals also enter the ship because all species were preserved. How did they do it? It is the same technology that makes you open a shop and customer, carol sending. They don't know why they are coming. There is a compelling force. As long as the door of the ark was left open, God himself directed every animal. Somehow they entered. They did not look at it as a cage that they were going to be caged. They obeyed. And they entered. These are the dimensions which money cannot get to, but true riches can do. Hallelujah. You know, I'm, I'm just having a strong feeling that somebody is actually just receiving that right now. Whatsoever you start, the way men will rush at it. It is the compelling power of Jehovah. Cursing men, they might not like your face, but they will stop patrol. Do you know some restaurant where people go to fight? They hate the attendance, attendance, they hate people there. They hate the way they make you kill, but you keep going back there. Growing up, I used to I used to know some in a like that. 
People will get there, they will cause, abuse those who are selling food there. You are too slow. You are rude. You are this one. You are th but then they will keep coming. <laughs> of course, there's a reason for that. <laughs> Hallelujah. Listen, <laughs> I want to say more of this third service. When you conquer in the spirits, it will show in the physical. You will just start living another life. Many times, people fight in the physical because they are still fighting in the spirits. When victory is given to you from the realm beyond, it will reflect in what is going on here. Why? See, take for instance. No, let me stop. Another the next service, uh, third service, supposed to be for that, because I want to talk about four things that people can do to change the season. Open my eyes to see Jesus, who is seated upon the throne. As soon as God spoke to Solomon, all the kings of the earth did not know why they were leaving their kingdom to come and pay. Was it the only king? Why was everybody coming to pay him a visit? If you quantify the gold and the amount of money that Queen of Sheba gave to Solomon, you will know that she was a big shot herself in her country. So why did she come to see Solomon? The Bible says all kings were seeking for Solomon's audience. Everybody wanted to listen to Solomon. That did not happen to David, his father. But see, one night Solomon had an encounter with God and God said to Solomon, I'm going to make you rich more than all the people before you. Beyond the wealth, all the king just kept coming and no king fought Solomon. He was the only one that did not fight any battle. In fact, he was so free that that was I was marrying too many women. Because his fathers were fighting, he wasn't fighting. I said, when you don't fight, you will do something stupid. Sometimes labor is a blessing. Getting up in the morning, it is true that an idle man is the devil's workshop. See, if you are too free, you will start sinning. How many wives, how many concubines? How that guy was able to know the names of all the wives? He must have been a genius, actually. 1,000 women living with her, you can tell that this is Kemi, Shade. Florence, Chiwe, <laughs> this one, Margaret, <laughs> and like that, all of them, and he knew all of them. What a man. Instead of governing, <laughs> let me leave Solomon in. When we get to heaven, he will not scold me. Now, I heard your message. How, were you talking about me? <laughs> Hallelujah. But see, something happened to Solomon. Something supernatural. And it's what God wants to put on all these people. I, you know, I saw something. When Agrippa and the king in Acts 25 and 26 kept asking Paul to come repeatedly, they bound him, they would listen to him, but they didn't set him free. The Bible puts it in brackets. He kept asking Paul to come every day hoping that Paul will bribe him. King wouldn't expect a pauper to bribe him. So Apostle Paul was not a poor man. 
the day he was arrested, he said, I brought an offering to my nation. That was what he was doing in the temple. He was giving all the offerings he brought. These are facts in the Bible. But we are not even talking about money necessarily this morning. Because I said that one of the days we are going to pieces them. The blessing of the Lord, he makes rich and he adds no sorrow. He gives you what money can buy and what money cannot buy. One of the things that the blessing does, that true riches, it brings valuable relationships into your life. And there are certain relationships. They are for only a man and a woman that is blessed of the Lord. No matter how rich you are, if your riches is not the true one, you cannot have access to those kind of relationships. One of the ways through which God blesses people is to send men to your life, people to your life. David just said, oh, I feel like drinking from the well of Bethlehem. Two guys did not tell him what they were about to do. They left the camp. There was, now, here is the problem. Between where they were going to fetch the water, so Bethlehem was in Bethlehem. David was in the wilderness. To go to Bethlehem from where he was, you must pass through the garrison of the Philistine, army barracks. And these were the enemies. And David said that we'll be fugitives, we'll be ter- <laughs> bandits, moving around desert for years. He did that for 13 years. I used to drink from a particular well. Like people who long for Gary Jebu. And now they are not in the Jebu. Like I feel like taking this thing. He was just talking to himself. And two of his guys heard. And the Bible said they left without telling him. Went to the garrison of the Philistines. Fought their way. Two men. Fought into the barracks and crossed over. Now they fetched the water. They must come back through the barracks. They passed through the barracks and the water did not spill. Oh God. And they brought it to David. When he saw it, he said, who sent you? He said, if I drink this water, it's like I'm drinking your blood. So David poured it as an offering to God. Let me tell you this. People that are deep, they put God first. And there is a value they put on God. If you don't understand sacrifice, you cannot walk in true riches. Uh. <laughs> Are you with me? Are you with me? Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory to God. Uh, anyway, the man Isaac, so many things like jam, and I'm actually trying not to overstep where we should stop today. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Joseph was just, in the case of Isaac, God said, start a business in the land. And he had 100% results, 100 fold. 100 fold is from 100%. 100 fold is times 100, 100% is 100. 100 fold is times 100. And the Bible said the Philistine envied him. It was one man that came into Philistine as a visitor. But he became so mighty that the old nation noticed one man. Now, Joseph was in the dungeon. I am showing you transgenerational 
through riches, moving from one generation to another. Pharaoh sent for him. And when he told Pharaoh the dream, the guy was like, but before Joseph, so here comes Jacob, like a civil servant. Laban was paying him salary. And the angel told Jacob, you will never become the force to be reckoned with. Which is God's plan for you? By this stipend you are receiving. Let us show you by higher lights a kind of money, kind of riches that other men don't have access to. And then they told Jacob something simple to do. Number one, I should say to everybody, there is a miracle in your desert. Right where you are, there is something that the Lord can adjust in your life and it makes a tremendous difference in your life. May that thing be revealed to you. So, if you have heard me talk about this before, I, I don't know why I'm just being moved to go back to this thing. The angel told Jacob, Jacob saw it in a vision. So what happened was, Laban had, let's say, 100,000 sheep, 100,000 bulls, making 200,000 cattle. Out of the 200,000, let's say 500 were spotted. They had spots on their body. The remaining uh, 199,950 or now, uh, now whatever, <laughs> they were spotted. Or oh, they were plain. They were plain. Jacob saw something and Laban did not understand what was going on. So Jacob woke up in the morning and went to Laban and said, Can my salary be from now? Any spotted sheep born? Laban went to count. Spotted. 50. Plain. 199,000. <laughs> he said, this guy must be a fool. He said, good deal. But he did not know that Jacob had seen the invisible. Encounters with God are powerful. And I'm not limiting it to seeing an angel or anything. As I'm speaking to you, this is an encounter. Solomon saw nothing in holy head. I can show you all through the Bible. Some did not hear directly from God, but they met a man of God and it changed their life completely. When, the, when Elisha said to the woman, borrow not a few vessels. The woman didn't hear directly from God, but she acted on what the prophet said. Because the Bible said, believe the Lord your God. You shall be established. Believe his prophets. You shall prosper. Hallelujah. So Laban just started watching. After some months, he became from 500 spotted to 199,000 plus plain. It became like 50,000 spotted, 150,000 plain. After two or three months more, Laban looked. It had become 100,000, 100,000. Then Laban looked again. 120,000 spotted, 80,000 plain. Then he looked again. 180,000 spotted, 20,000 plain. He said, what is going on here? What did Jacob see? The angel showed him in a vision. He saw that the rams, they were mating. 
and they were giving back to Spotted. And the angel taught him what to do. When you wake up, this is what you do from the vision. Take a plant. There used to be gutter in those days where a well, where all animals used to come and drink water. And while drinking, they will be mating. And he said that when they're about to mate, just take a tree, peel the front and the back, make the white stuff inside show, then make spots on it. When the animals look at a spotted plant and a male is mating with a female looking at the spotted, even though they are plain, they are going to give back to spotted. What the angel did was to take a future scripture and reveal to Jacob in no covenant. It is called the principle of look and become. That's what the Bible says. We all with unveiled faces. We behold the face of God as in a mirror. And as we look, we are transformed into the same image. That means you become what you look at. Aye. Uh, that's why when your wife is pregnant, be careful of who she's seeing. For the sake of your baby. Do you know, so many Christians have zero discernment. It's not everybody should allow to come near your children. Can I say this to men? Don't accept food from just any woman. Even in our nature, I'm just saying be careful. See, we don't suspect people, but we discern. The level of wickedness in the world is beyond what you think. I don't like to say some personal stuff because people listen and they can feel offended if it concerns the person. So I will not, but I am just telling you that to be naive in life is to be dead while you are living. It's not a call to suspect people, but discern. Just understand. Hallelujah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to mention his name again also. It's man of God who said, when he was practicing as a lawyer, he was making a lot of money. Then his cousin came to work with him. Because he was a good man, he meant no harm. But everything was going down. You see, if you are Jehoshaphat Shaphats and you build a ship with a wrong person, the ship will be destroyed. He went on three days fasting and prayer. On the third day, they not really said one thing. God just asked a question. What's that fellow? That's how God called the guy. See, it's not a matter of a good person. Some Christians are too emotional. That God tells you to walk away from some people, you are still hanging around them. It's not that the person is bad. It's just that God who made you has looked at it that this is not good for you. It might be good for someone else. He said, God said, what's that fellow doing in your business? I thought... We started this business together. He gave the person a year's salary in advance and fired the person. The week the person left, big deals started coming again right away. He said he became afraid of God because the guy didn't do anything. But the Lord just said, you see, if you commit a business into my hand, I determine who works with you and who does not work with you. Because there are some people I don't want them. There is a difference between God saying, this is not the man for now, and God saying, I don't want this guy. When Samuel wanted to pour the oil on Eliab, God used a very strong word. 
He said, Samuel, that's not the guy. He said, I have refused him. I have refused him is different from it's not the one. I have refused him means that I have looked at him. I have considered him. I have disqualified him. And later we saw why. Eliab was so arrogant. told David that, who did you leave the Shigoman? In other words, we are supposed to be in the army. You are supposed to be at home. The Lord is always refusing people to talk like that. Those who feel it starts and it ends with them. For the Bible says God resists the proud. And if God is the one resisting you, resist you, you can't bind God. Balaam was riding on a donkey. An angel stood on his way. Many times people pray against what God is blocking. It's an effort in futility. You can't bind and it can only bind demons. The angel had his sword. They the donkey saw the angel and turned away. And Balaam started beating the donkey. Until God allowed the donkey to talk. And he said, I might know you are animal that you'll be writing all this while. And Balaam said, yes. No, Balaam told the animal, he said, honestly, if I had a sword, I will kill you. And the guy said, oh God, look ahead. I am a donkey. I can see. You are a prophet. You are blind. You have walked away from the will of the Lord. So you are blind. The one that is supposed to see is not seeing. The one that is not supposed to see. And the angel told him that you should tell the donkey you are beating. It is not only the enemies, uh, the enemy that closes door. God closes at times. And you cannot bind God. Mm. Hallelujah. Is somebody with me? Are you following me? Laban woke up and the children said, Jacob stole away the wealth of our father. You see, there's a scripture that even Christians, they reject. Because people are angry with prosperity preacher, which nobody should bear that title. But you see, the truth of the world cannot change. The Bible said the wealth of the wicked is laid for the righteous. The Bible says you can get angry about it. One guy, an activist, started talking. Why we go collect money from somebody and give that? Christians are active, they are talking trash. They did not write the Bible. God wrote it. The Ninkampu talking has forgotten that all wealth, everything belongs to God, including the life of the wicked who has it. God owns the entire thing and he can choose. Aye. He said to Zerubbabel, silver is mine. And gold is mine. He said, I will shake and cause the desire of the nation. Men and brethren, there is a shaking happening. Men of covenant are being positioned. Because God owns everything. It is not to go and point at somebody's property and say, I want it. That's covetousness. But say, I should stand with God. He creates things. So Nebuchadnezzar had it. Daniel told him the dream. And he gave everything to Daniel. Are you following me? At a point, Isaac only, in the midst of a very terrible famine, Isaac was just driving, going forward, waxing great, until everybody noticed him. Supernatural dimension of grace and of wealth. Then Joseph was in the prison. Then Pharaoh sent for him. You know, I've told you something. Part of what these two riches does, People will not reward you if they don't believe in you. People will believe you 
because of three things. Number one, it can be the prayers of God in your life, divine favor by God. People can also believe you because covenant is at work in you. Men and brethren, a young prisoner told Pharaoh that in seven years, this and this will happen. They did not wait for seven years. They started promoting him. If you tell me that something will happen, he said, I'll wait for that seven years. So that I will know. Who told Egyptians that Joseph was telling them the truth? That made him to stand before senators. The way Egypt was that day. I have a word for somebody facing panel this week. Whether to present something or to talk to them about business deal or anything. The prayers of God will go with you. It won't matter much what you are saying. They will be hearing the grace and the mercy of God in your voice. Yeah. Is somebody hearing me? Praise the Lord. Joseph just came in and he said that, well, this is the meaning of the dream. In seven years, there will be abundance. And after there will be seven years of famine. And everybody looked at everybody and nodded that it's true. And nobody opposed him. And nobody said that, oh, yeah, in seven years. Okay, go back to prison. When it happens, after seven years, we'll bring you out. But immediately, Pharaoh proclaimed him third in command, or second in command. He said, only in throne am I higher than you. And then he began to convert the wealth of Egypt to Pharaoh. He became so rich. So rich that when his brothers came, they did not recognize him again. Wealth. True riches. One encounter. One recommendation. One, just one. One. Glory to God. The things that God will do, this may we are stepping into for you. One move, yet tremendous results. Transgenerational results. Everybody pray under your breath for a while. You know, I don't feel like doing a teaching. I just know that the Lord himself is working. You can intensify your prayer. Something is happening. You might be listening to me, you're a contrast staff, junior staff, whatever, it doesn't matter. Something is about to happen now. Something's happening already. If all the stories I shared are truly in the Bible, then it's your turn. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, the same today, the same forever. Two minutes more, pray. If you want to stand, stand. Here, I'm going to stop. I don't have the liberty to pray beyond this. Somebody pray. No gara take balashata. Zuse take balades kelebos. 
Those who have seen great things in their visions, now it's happening right now. Liftings are taking place right now. For some, this is the encounter you need. For some other people, as soon as the service is over, you are going to have an encounter that will define. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior. And from today, I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late. You are born again. You are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. Stay blessed.